Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Michael Batnick, and this is Everyone is an Investor. Matt Levine wrote about private investments. Here's what he said, quote, My basic view of private investments, stocks that are not traded on the stock exchange but are instead limited to accredited investors who meet some wealth requirement, is that the good private investments get offered to the good private investors and the bad private investments get offered to the bad private investors, end quote. This used to be true. Ah, who am I kidding? It's still mostly true, but it's not 100% true. The best deals used to be reserved for the best investors, but as more liquidity entered private markets and finding money was no longer the primary issue, founders now have other factors to consider. One of the biggest factors is getting their product or services in front of users. Traditional venture capitalists are no longer the only game in town. On a podcast with Patrick O'Shaughnessy, Jesse Walden said, quote, we are entering a paradigm shift where everyone is an investor, end quote. My favorite everyone turned investor is Packy McCormick. I started reading his Substack, Not Boring, in 2020, and I've learned more from him over the last year than anyone in the world. In one of Packy's posts from last year, Software is Eating the Markets, he talked about the non-financial reasons why people invest. This graphic, which you could see on my blog, helps explain why digital stocks can sell for $100,000. Basically, there are other things outside of financial considerations that people look at, such as social status, entertainment, and education, to name a few. In the same post, Packy wrote about a company called AngelList, a platform that allows individuals to invest in private companies. Here's what Packy wrote, quote, the company makes it simple to set up a fund, take investments from LPs, and deploy capital into startups. In exchange, AngelList takes a fee and keeps a piece of the upside or carry. As of 2019, AngelList had $1.8 billion in AUM and 1,657 startups were funded on the platform last year. The company hasn't released 2020 numbers, but I expect that there will be a significant uptick. Already, there are 47 unicorns in the portfolio. AngelList, via its carry and investments it makes in deals, sneakily has one of the most impressive startup portfolios in the world, end quote. In this piece, I learned that Packy has his own syndicate on AngelList. He uses his newsletter to generate deal flow, which immediately resonated with me. Using content to generate business is something that I'm very familiar with. I've already made six investments in the Not Boring Syndicate since December, and I've been blown away by the quality of the deals. Why is he getting access to these things? because he has over 40,000 people subscribed to a Substack, and they're the people these companies want to get in front of. The founders for one of the companies I invested in were all Stanford grads with multiple PhDs. They had previous work at the Silicon Valley companies we all know and love, or I guess hate in some cases. And the fact that I can invest just $1,000 in something like this is mind-blowingly cool. Sure, statistically speaking, they're probably not going to make it, but the fact that I even have a chance to invest at the ground level in something like this is exciting. Another deal that Packy brought to his investors had some huge names on the deal. You would recognize these people from other companies they started. One of them is the founder of a company that recently went public. Another deal had the backing of a major VC firm that sold out in an hour. As I said, most of them are going to fail. 81% of companies fail to exit. Even ones that raise money multiple times usually don't make it. And this is why I'm only putting $1,000 in each of them. Hopefully, one will make up for all of the ones that don't work out. And the best part about this is that if one of these does hit, it will be in a tax-sheltered vehicle. I use Alto IRA to fund these investments. I have almost all of my retirement money in index funds, so I'm happy to invest in something that is not boring. If none of these investments work out, then I will view them as a form of entertainment. I love seeing Packy's deal show up in my inbox, and I enjoy the memos that he writes up about the company. Everyone is an investor these days, and I feel lucky to be a part of it. And for more of my insights, go to michaelbatnick.com.
Thank you for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Solid.